Here's our 2020 Vision Radio News update for Thursday, the 19th of May. I am Curtis Morton. Out of Charlestown, Nevis, there appears to be another twist in the tale of the COVID-19 virus on Nevis. After several months of no incidences, there has been an alarming spike over the last two days. On Tuesday, 17th May, three new cases were identified on the island, and on Wednesday, 18th May, 14 additional cases have been identified. It effectively means that from zero cases, Nevis now has an alarming 17 active cases. There have been 841 recovered cases and 7 deaths. None of the current cases is hospitalized at this time. The health authorities on the island are however beseeching citizens and residents to pay keen attention to the established protocols in an effort to ward off the virus. These include practicing good hand hygiene, wearing face coverings in public spaces, adhering to quarantine and isolation protocols, and vaccinating against this potentially deadly virus. Still out of Charleston, Nevis, non-established workers can look forward to being assured of pensions once they have completed their work tenure. This announcement was made by Premier Mark Brantley in a recent address. We are well aware that our non-established workers have long campaigned for greater security. Many have worked hard to serve Nevis, but because they were never appointed to the prominent establishments, walk away on retirement with a small gratuity, but no pension or other benefits. It is hard to imagine that after sometimes as many as 40 years working for the government, our any workers are left with no pension and no security. In Nevis, again in an effort to coordinate fiscal policy with St. Kitts, we have waited patiently for guidance from the federal government on this critical matter. Sadly, none has come, notwithstanding that legislation was passed in the National Assembly over a decade ago. I believe that our hard-working any workers in Nevis have been patient long enough. To this end, I am pleased to advise that the Cabinet of the Nevis Island Administration has put in place a three-person auxiliary pension committee to finalize the pension policy for non-established workers on Nevis and provide urgent relief and greater security to them. The details of this policy will be shared shortly as we seek to finally bring relief to well over 1,000 non-established workers in Nevis. This plan offering gratuity and pensions will be discussed with all any workers and shall come into effect on the island of Nevis on September 1st, 2022. Out of Bastis and Kits, the People's Action Movement has launched a new candidate for constituency number eight. We get this ZIZ television report. Chesley Hamilton is the new People's Action Movement candidate for constituency number eight. A launch event was held at the Swing Bar and Restaurant in Kayon to make the announcement. Pam political leader Sean Richards made the announcement and described Mr. Hamilton as the best person for the job. In Chesley, we have a fighter, a man dedicated to service, and a man whose loyalty is unquestioned. Chesley is indeed, from off the bat, one of the highest caliber candidates in this upcoming election. His work among people, especially in the last 20 years, as a lawyer 
is well known. His passion for this country and the well-being of its people is beyond reproach. Mr. Hamilton said he's honored and is aware of the responsibility that comes with the role. I am here today to stand with you. Not because it is comfortable, not because it is convenient. It comes at great sacrifice. But I'm here because to whom much is given, much is expected. And much has been given to me. Much has been given to me. And therefore, much is expected of me. He said some of the issues that are his priority are lands and housing, sporting facilities, finance for education, and jobs in the community. The announcement of Mr. Hamilton's candidacy followed the decision by the previous constituency representative, the Honorable Eugene Hamilton, to not run in the upcoming elections. Mr. Richards paid tribute to Mr. Hamilton and the work he has done in the area. Eugene has been serving this constituency as the representative since 2010. As you look around the constituency, you will see the footprints of the Honorable Eugene Hamilton because he has made his mark. He has left his legacy as the outgoing representative for this constituency. Eugene has indicated uh, that he no longer wishes to be involved in elective politics, hence the change of candidate here in this constituency. A similar event will be held on Thursday at OJ's commercial complex at 4.30 p.m. to announce the PAM candidate for constituency number three. Jason Davis for ZIZ News. Out of Bastis and Kitts, Jesus Valdez has made another daring escape from prison. Let's get this update from SKN Newsline. Jesus Valdez has once again escaped police custody. According to police, Valdez is again being sought by police and prison officials after yet another daring escape from prison Monday morning. He is currently and actively being sought by security personnel, including the police and defense force, as well as prison officers. Anyone who sees Jesus Valdez should report him immediately to the police. It was just two weeks ago that police reported catching Valdez after he escaped custody in April. The 20-year-old was caught on Market Street after he escaped custody on assault charges on April 14th. Details of how Valdez escaped police custody then have not been forthcoming, and it is hard to imagine the circumstances that could allow him to escape a second time only two weeks after being recaptured. We go to break, and when I come back, we'll have news on the regional scene.
out of St. John's in Antigua. The police in Antigua are warning the members of the general public to be aware of online fraud. Let's get this ABS television report. There is a warning from the police force in relation to a major developing story that we're tracking at this hour because the police have warned members of the public to be careful that they do not fall prey to online fraud. The appeal from law enforcers comes amidst reports from members of the public alleging they have been contacted by unknown sources on various social media platforms informing them of prize winnings unknown to them. Now, in most cases, according to the police, it turned out as attempts to exploit vulnerable individuals and businesses for money or so. Indeed, Garfield. Police say it's always advisable for one to pay closer attention to messages sent via phone, email, social media, or malicious websites from individuals posing as credible organizations. If you become suspicious or have any doubts while conducting an online transaction, you're being asked to seek professional assistance or contact the Criminal Investigations Department at 462-3913 or 462-3914. And out of Kingston in Jamaica, two persons killed on Tuesday while attending a funeral service. Let's get this TVJ report. Two people were killed after gunmen opened fire on mourners attending a burial at the Meadowrest Memorial Gardens in St. Catherine this afternoon. It's understood that they were attending the burial of a woman from Seaview Gardens, St. Andrew, when sometime after 2 p.m., gunshots rang out. When the shooting ended, it was discovered that four persons were shot, two fatally. One of the victims has been identified as 27-year-old Shanice Dean. The identity of the other deceased person hasn't been released. The two injured persons remain in hospital in critical condition. A resident from the community raised concern about shootings at the burial site. Forth on this road because every minute something turn up they have no security while you're properly security like people who man the ground like in police or something or, or like that so whenever time something crap up we take them time by the time them get the police here many people lose them life this is not the first time it is going on off here every now and then you have a flow of violence here in Midoris. every now and then i live close to here and it is like a nightmare and internationally out of the usa America is dealing with the issue of the baby formula shortage. Let us get this CNN report. A federal judge has now signed off on the consent decree, decree that will allow a company at the heart of a nationwide formula recall to start manufacturing again. It requires Abbott Nutrition to make changes at its Sturgis, Michigan facility to ensure that its formula is safe. But the company says it could still take two weeks to get the plant up and running again and six to eight weeks to get product back on those empty shelves. In the meantime, parents are struggling to feed their babies. So how exactly did we get here? Here are the facts. It all started with global supply chain issues caused by the pandemic. Then last fall and winter came reports of babies getting sick from something called chronobacter, a bacteria that can cause deadly sepsis or meningitis in infants. Two babies died, but Abbott says it is unlikely the infants got sick from formula from its plants. There was also a whistleblower complaint filed in October 2021 about Abbott Sturgis facility. According, however, to one member of Congress, the FDA did not interview that whistleblower until December and did not do its first inspection of the plant until the last day of January. In mid-February, Abbott then issued its voluntary recall for three brands with multiple formulations. And in March, the FDA finished its pre preliminary investigation and identified problems with how the plant was run, including not taking proper steps to prevent contamination. Abbott says it submitted its plan to fix the facility on April 8th 
and said it had already begun updating its employee training and its protocols for cleaning and maintenance. Now a judge has signed off on a plan for Abbott to reopen, however, with FDA supervision. But while all this plays out, it's the parents who are left scrambling. So why? Well, it comes down to the fact that just four companies control about 90% of the U.S. market for baby formula. Abbott is the largest with nearly 42% of the market share last year. And in about half of the states, it also has exclusive provider contracts with WIC. That's the nutrition program for low-income families. On top, top of that, 98% of infant formula in the U.S. is made here in this country. And there are stringent guidelines that prevent imports from others. A 2019 study found that most major European brands generally met the nutrient requirements, but found differences in labeling issues could cause confusion for some American consumers. The FDA is now trying to make exceptions, saying it will allow some formulas made outside the U.S. to be imported again soon. But when we asked a White House official for a specific date, he couldn't say. Now to a weather update. The local weather forecast for St. Kitts and Nevis valid up to 8 p.m. today, Thursday the 19th May. The weather today partly sunny and hazy. The winds east with speeds ranging from 19 to 30 kilometers per hour or 12 to 18 miles per hour. The seas not exceeding 1.5 meters or 5 feet. The sunrise today was at 5.38 a.m. The sunset today is scheduled for 6.37 p.m. I am Curtis Morton wishing you a marvelous day.